Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. A big thank you to everyone who's out there reading the podcast, and especially to my friends in the UK. I mentioned in an earlier episode that somebody had done, I think, a prank rating of uh, my podcast on Apple. And a few of you since then have gone in and given it a five-star rating, which I really, really appreciate. Anyways, on to the show. This is episode 94, The Robot Planet. And just as a little reminder, in the last episode, you had to get some friends from school to help you out and take back the moon base from Rex, the evil dinosaur scientist, and a bunch of robots. This episode takes off right where we left off yesterday. So, here we go. As usual, just get as comfortable as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up in bed. There's a bright light shining towards you. You slowly open your eyes and you realize that the light is a little bit blue. Once you open them enough to see, you see a picture of the earth? Wait a second, it's not a picture at all. You're looking at the window on the moon base and it is earth. You can see it in the distance, all blue and white with a little bit of green. It's pretty amazing to see the earth rise in the morning. You head out of your room and you go to the mess hall where all of your friends will probably be eating breakfast. And that's exactly what you find. When you open up the doors to the mess hall, all of your friends are sitting around different tables throughout the hall, each one eating their favorite breakfast. As soon as you enter, a robot appears floating beside you What would you like to eat? says the robot. You tell the robot what you want for breakfast, and it disappears. You sit down at your table, and the robot reappears with a tray of all of the foods you asked for. You spend some time eating the food and chatting with your friends. When it's all over, you say, Well, I guess I should get you guys back to school. Everyone's probably wondering where you are. Do not worry about that, says Spaceship. Uh, why, Spaceship? I took the liberty of replacing your entire class with robots. You replaced the entire class of students with robot copies? You say? Affirmative, says Spaceship. So you mean right now... Our teacher is teaching an entire class of robots? That is correct. I understand it is the easiest day of teaching she has ever had. Oh, that lines up. That really lines up, you say. Well then, I guess we're free to explore. What do you guys want to do? Your friends tell you that they've always wanted to go on a space adventure with you. So, you and the spaceship and your friends decide that that's exactly what you're going to do. Spaceship, you say, can you transform into something a little bit bigger that we can all fit in and 
maybe even big enough to bring the jets with us? That is possible, says Spaceship. Spaceship flies out of the mess hall, obviously the size of a toy. And then you see Spaceship reappear outside the moon base in space. It begins to glow a bright yellow color, and it grows and grows until it's a much larger spaceship. Will this do, you hear Spaceship say over the intercom. Uh, yeah, that should do. Everyone, let's get the jets moved in. You and your friends run down the hall to the hangar bay. Each of you jumps in one of the jets and flies it out of the hangar and into the back hatch of the spaceship. You and your friends park the ships in a hangar bay inside spaceship that you've never seen before. You exit the hangar bay and instead of being in the main room of the spaceship, you end up in a hallway. Weird. You walk down the hallway and on the left you see a little hall that goes to living quarters. You open the door and inside you see a living room with a gigantic movie screen sized TV, video games, and all sorts of couches and chairs to sit in. Whoa. You go down to another door and open it up and it's a full size mess hall big enough for all of your friends to eat in. Really cool. You continue down the hallway, and in the next room is a full-size gymnasium with basketball courts and everything. Whoa, how does this even fit in here, you say. You go down the hall even further, and you find another hallway that seems to go to, well, a bunch of bedrooms. A little tiny individual bedroom for every single one of your friends. This is insane. This place is huge. In the next room, you find a indoor playground with a ball pit and an area with a whole bunch of toys and Lego and all sorts of stuff. Your friends look at you, and you look back at your friends. This is going to be the best trip ever. But I guess the question comes of where we should go. I have an idea, says the spaceship. Really? What is it? When repairing the moon base, we found communications to a planet in a distant solar system. I believe Rex was communicating with it, explains Spaceship. Do you think Rex could be hiding there? It is a likely scenario. Preliminary scans show an abundance of robots. Well, I guess we better go check it out. You head the rest of the way down the hall into the last room at the very end. And inside you find an entire control center. 
And instead of just a couple chairs by a view screen, there's a whole bunch of workstations. Each one seems to be a different function of the ship. You could have an entire crew running this thing. You and all of your friends each find a different chair. In the center of the room is a captain's chair, and, being your spaceship, you decide that you'll sit there. As soon as you sit down, a view screen pops up in front of you, just floating in the air like a hologram. It works like a touch screen. You move your hands through the air and explore all of the different functions. Spaceship displays a picture of the planet that you're going to travel to. You select the planet and you pick a route that seems to be the fastest. Spaceship starts a countdown. Three, two, one. Super hyperdrive initiated. Suddenly, everything around the ship turns from a dot to a streak as you fly through super hyperspace. Your friends are all amazed. They stare out the windows as the stars zoom by in streaks. Mesmerized by the sight. You've seen it hundreds of times by now, but they've never seen it before at all. After a while, you and your friends spend some time in the gymnasium playing basketball. Then, some time in the playground, a stop for a snack to eat, and of course, uh, some time for video games. And before long, after having tons of fun with your friends in this gigantic spaceship that seems to be way bigger on the inside than it looked like it was from the outside. Spaceship drops out of super hyperdrive. You and your friends all run back to the control center and look out on the viewing screen. In front of you, you see a... an all-metal planet? There's robot ships flying everywhere. There's huge mechanical robots floating around in space, a lot like the ones that you had to fight at the moon base the day before. Is Rex here? You ask. Scanning planet. Scan complete. I have located one. No. Correction. Make that two living beings on the planet. All other life forms are robots, explains Spaceship. Do you think one of them could be Rex? You ask. It is almost certain. One of the subjects seems to have Tyrannosaurus DNA. That's gotta be Rex, you're right, you say. Well, we need to get down there to him. This has to be the last time he messes with us. Taking over the moon base, I mean really, you say. Spaceship, go into invisible mode. Let's sneak our way in. Understood. 
spaceship suddenly shimmers and transforms into invisibility mode. You sit back down in the captain's chair, and you and your friends carefully pilot the spaceship through the field of spaceships and giant robots, and then straight into what turns out to be a giant force field. The spaceship comes to a sudden stop, and the force field sparks, and it looks like it's covering the entire planet. That's not good. And even worse than that, it's pretty clear that you've been detected by the ships around you. All of the spaceships begin to turn towards you, and several of the giant robots float over as well. Uh, battle stations, I guess, you say. All of your friends run for the hangar bay. Each one puts on their spacesuit and jumps into an individual jet. Spaceship opens its back hatch, and your friends all fly out, each one in a jet of their own. And, pretty immediately, a giant space battle starts once again. You see your friends zooming around the ship from left to right, shooting EMP pulses and shutting down different robots and ships. There's a lot going on. Um, guys, I have an idea. You keep distracting and fighting these giant robots, and Spaceship and I'll sneak into the base in the center of the planet. We'll try to stop Rex from there. Your friends come back on the intercom. Don't worry, we got this, they say. And they really seem to. Already they're forming all of the ships into a gigantic robot once again. You see the gigantic robot pull out a huge sword and begin to easily start to destroy some of the other spaceships and robots around them. Spaceship, this is our chance. We need to find a way through this force field. I will find a weak point, says the spaceship. You scan the force field and you find a couple areas where the force field's being generated by small robotic spheres. You head towards one of the spheres. Uh, maybe one of the best ways to get around this thing is to go through one of those. Spaceship, shrink down as small as you can. Understood, says Spaceship. Spaceship begins to shrink more and more and more until you're way, way smaller than the little spherical devices that are generating the force field. You then carefully drive the spaceship into the small device, past wires and circuits, and out the other side, completely clear of the force field. Well, I guess the force field's meant to stop big things, not little things, you say to spaceship. That seems to be true, says Spaceship. You make Spaceship just a little bit bigger and head down towards the planet. The entire thing is just covered in, well, mechanics and robots and metal structures. 
none of the robots seem to be alive either. I mean, they're robots, but they don't seem to be intelligent robots. Almost as if they're all controlled by something. You fly to a huge building in the center of the planet. And keeping spaceships small enough, you find an opening in the building and fly inside. You fly down some hallways and into a huge room with computers on every single side of it. And sure enough, in the center of the room is Rex and a little boy. Spaceship get bigger. Spaceship grows back to its full size, spins around and opens the back hatch. You quickly hit the button on your watch to fold your spacesuit out around you, forming a protective armor, and you jump out the back of the ship. You point one of your arms towards Rex, and a sleep ray pops out. Rex, this is the last straw, taking over the moon base. Hmm. Well, you foiled my plans for the last time. Kid, get him, he says to the other kid who's standing beside him. Well, I guess so. If you say this guy is being mean to you, I'm gonna get him. The kid reaches both of his hands out to the left and right. Suddenly, robots fly in from all different directions, and they begin to transform around the kid, forming a giant suit of mechanical protective armor. Uh... Okay, spaceship, I uh, might need a little help here. Understood. Spaceship transforms itself into a rubber ducky? Spaceship, what are you doing? Oh, sorry, not the time for jokes. Spaceship begins to glow once again and transforms itself into a giant mechanical suit that wraps around your whole body. Now, one kid in a giant mechanical suit gets to battle another kid in a giant mechanical suit. The boy jumps up high in the air, lifts up one of his fists ready to hit you, and you and Spaceship quickly dodge out of the way and push him to the side. He punches and you block. He kicks and you step to the side once again. Then he pulls back the center of his chest and then shoots it forward and a huge beam of light shoots out. You cross your mechanical arms in front of you and block the huge laser beam, but it's getting hotter and hotter. And while it's happening, out of the corner of your eye, you see Rex running to a Space pod and escaping again. He can't get away again, you yell. He's evil. You're letting this evil person do this? What? says the kid. He told me you were evil. What do you mean I'm evil? He tried to take over my planet, 
And he tried to cause global warming to happen because dinosaurs like it that way? And you're telling me I'm evil? He did what? The kid says and suddenly stops the laser attack. You're telling me that Rex attacked you? He told me that you've been bothering him and you ruined his home and kicked him out of the earth and he needed someone to help him. So I helped him build some robots and send them to take over the moon base, but seems like I better sit and listen for a while. You tell the kid all about your adventures with Rex. Luckily, Spaceship even took some video and you can replay all the crazy things that have happened. Well, you've convinced me, says the kid. I've just been lonely here on this robot planet. The boy explains how long ago he was a robotic genius on his planet and how nobody really liked him. So he built himself a spaceship and headed off to explore the universe, eventually crashing here. But he used his equipment to build a robot that then built more robots, that then mined for metal and built more robots, until eventually he'd created this entire robot planet, all with robots he'd created or at least designed. But eventually, he got lonely hanging out with only robots. Well, why don't I be your friend, you say? I could always use a friend who's good with robots. That sounds great, but what do we do with Rex? The kid says. Well, I think he got away again, you say. He didn't get away. He's using one of my pods. I can make it come back. Watch this. The kid presses a button on the control panel and suddenly the space pod pops back into the slot that it came out of and the door opens revealing Rex. Five robots pop out of the walls and immediately put Rex in handcuffs. Take him to the brig, says the kid and the robots pick up Rex and carry him down a hallway to the brig or some sort of jail anyways. Well, kid, it was nice hanging out with you, but I think my friends and I have to go. Speaking of my friends, oh no. You go to the intercom on your wrist. Hold off the attack, hold off the attack. The robots are cool. Uh, okay, one of your friends says. Well, kid, I'll see you next time, you say. Keep in touch. Hey, what's your name anyways? My name's Rory. Rory replies. Well, nice to meet you, Rory. Um, I hope we get to hang out again soon. Call me any time on my spaceship. Understood. Same to you, if you ever need help with some robots. Just ask. Actually, you say, my friends and I are going on a space adventure if you want to come. We could probably use a robot expert. Really? Says Rory. I'd love to come. 
All right, well, jump in. You, Rory, and Spaceship head outside where Spaceship grows back to its normal size. You and Rory jump in, and you head back up into space to meet your friends. One by one, each of your friends parks their spaceships inside yours, and you head off for another adventure. Pretty tired from a long day, the lights dim on the spaceship, and you, all of your friends, including Rory, head to the sleeping quarters. Your room looks just the same as it always has, with the same comfortable bed and everything else. You climb into the bed, and your eyes become heavy. You allow them to close, and you just let yourself get as comfy as you can, noticing any tension in your muscles and just letting it melt away. First your shoulders, and then your legs and your arms, until you feel like you're floating on a cloud. And you just let your mind wander, and you dream of new adventures to come. Good night, everyone.